Hello everybody, welcome back to Christians United Ministry. My name is Travis and this is a daily Bible reading. Today, well, I was going to do it yesterday, I started to do it yesterday, Matthew 13, and I just realized there's a lot of information here and I'm probably going to have to do half of it today and half of it tomorrow because there is just a lot, there's different, there's many different parables in this chapter and they all require a lot of explanation and discussion about it and it's important to note that this is a parable section. It's more of a discourse from Jesus. It's more of uh, what, what is a parable? It's important to think about when we think about parable. A lot of us think of it as just like, oh, it's just a story. But no, it's more of a story with a important message and meaning. And when Jesus is talking in parables here, we're going to note that he's talking to the crowds in parable. But he's talking to his disciples in explanation. He's being more specific and giving details. And there's a reason for this. And we're going to get into it after I read the chapter. So what I'm going to do today is I'm going to read um, all the way up until, let's see, da -dee -da -dee -da, uh, verse 23. Today is going to be up until 23. Just going to go over the first parable because it has a lot of good information in there and it's very important not seeing the other ones are not important because they're just as important but this one requires a lot of explanation there's a lot to it um so again we go from 1 to 23 today and tomorrow we'll pick up 23 and and on so here we go so start from the top remember we are in matthew 13 first one in the same day jesus went out of the house and sat by the seaside and great multitudes were gathered together unto him, so that he went into a ship and sat, and the whole multitude stood on the shore. He spake many things unto them in parables, saying, Now here's the first parable. Behold, a sower went forth to sow. And when he sowed, some, sow some seeds fell by the wayside, and the fowls came and devoured them up. Some then fell on st upon stony places, where they had not much earth, and forthwith they sprung up, because they had no deepness of earth. And when the sun was up, they were scorched, and because they had no root, they withered away. And some fell among thorns, and the thorns sprung up and choked them. But other fell into good ground and brought forth fruit, some a hundredfold, some sixtyfold, some thirtyfold. Who had ears to hear, let him hear. Where did we hear that from before? Just a quick point. And the disciples came and said unto him, Why speakest thou unto them in parables? He answered them, he entered and said unto them, Because it is given unto you to know the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven, but to them it is not given. For whosoever hath to him shall be given, and he shall have more abundance. But whoever, whosoever hath not from him shall be taken away, even that he hath. Therefore I speak I to them in parables, because they seeing see not, and hearing they not hear not, neither do they understand. And in them is fulfilled with prophecy of Esaias, which saith by hearing ye shall hear, and shall not understand, and seeing ye shall see, 
and shall not perceive. For this person's heart is waxed gross, and the ears are dull of hearing, and their eyes they have closed, lest at any time they should see with their eyes, and hear with their ears, and should understand with their heart, and should be converted, and I should heal them. Blessed are ye, blessed are your eyes, for they see, and your ears, for they hear. For I say, for verily I say unto you, that many prophets and righteous men have desired to see those things, which ye see, and have not seen them. Do hear those things which ye hear, and have not heard, heard them. Hear ye therefore the parables of the sower. Were anyone heareth the great of the kingdom, and understand it not, then cometh to the wicked one, and catcheth away which with sown in his heart. This is which this is he which receiveth seed by the wayside. But he that receiveth the seed in stony places, the same is he that heareth the word, and Anon with joy received it. Yet hath he had no root in himself, but jureth for a while, for one tribulation and persecution ariseth because of the word. By and by he is offended. He also that received the seed among the thorns is that he heareth the word, and the cure of this world, and the deceitfulness of riches choke the word, and he becometh unfruitful. But he that receives seed into the ground, into the good ground, is he that heareth the word and understands it, which beareth fruit and bringeth fruit. Some hundredfold, some sixty, some thirty. Now, kind of, this as you can see, that's a really. That is actually my favorite uh, parable of the whole entire chapter. This is arguably not my favorite book in the whole chapter of my whole in the whole Bible and my favorite book. I love Matthew. Um, Matthew speaks more plainly, uh, more direct for me. I just I understand Matthew a lot more, and I, I don't know. It's my favorite book. And honestly, if anybody's just, just I know we're kind of going off for this episode, but anybody who wants to start off reading the Bible, if anybody starts just reading the Bible first first time I always recommend Matthew because Matthew get, bring, brings you right into where Jesus came from his descendants and you know, the people who came before him and it go it really walks you through Jesus life so you get a better understanding of who Jesus is what he did and it cuts right into it you know what I'm saying so that's normal that's where I started and that's where you know that's the easiest book. Easiest book to start is with Matthew. But let's get into it. So we, let's before we talk about the actual parable, let's discuss what. Why is he talking in parables? Well, we got to remember that in chapter eleven and twelve, we see that people, some people are rejecting him, and people are not repenting, and the Pharisees are really starting to attack everything Jesus says. And people are like, well, what's, what did he want people? Yes, he wants, and that's why he said this specific word. Let them with ears to hear, let them hear. And he says, that. I was like, what? let who had ears to hear, let them hear. And, I, and that is the people who actually want to hear the word and learn the word, have faith in what he's saying and who he is, they will hear. They will hear and understand the message. And honestly, I think it's well, and you just kind of see that kind of has a has a twist to it. 
has a twist to it. People are like, first off, let's go like, let's get into the parable. People are like, wait, this guy's a sower. This guy's the worst sower in the world. So he's throwing on thorny patches on the ground. And why is he just throwing the seeds all over the place? Well, first off, who is the sower? The sower is Jesus. And the seed is the word, the word of God. And what this is it's significant because I think Jesus is well thought out for this too. It's, it's, it's showing that he gives his word to everybody. He doesn't hide his word. He's not keeping his word from anybody. It's for anybody who has good soil, who has true faith in him and is follower of Jesus Christ and uh, has an understanding of the word, which is through the Holy Spirit. That, that's where it will bear fruit, and that's where the word will really seek in. But he doesn't discriminate just to those people. He gives the word to everybody. And we see that everywhere. The Sermon on the Mount, he's always talking to the multitude of people. He does explain to the disciples because they are, he says, that you are given the mysteries of the kingdom. You are given because we are his children, his followers. That's who the message is for. It's those, it's those who follow him. And anybody who does follow him, anybody who does follow him or are in the multitude, will hear the message through it. Hear the message through the parable. So that, and what's important to note with this parable and all parables, it's you gotta you can't necessarily picture the words directly. And that's what he's doing, he's encrypting his message here. So if you were to read this, you're like, okay, well, the sower sucks. This guy's got sowers, sower seeds. This guy's an awful sower. You know, what was he doing? When you take the words literally, like word for word, it's not going to make sense. It's when you're truly listening and having understanding of it, you know, and, and you hear. Remember, that's important. Remember, we got to hear. That is who's going to understand the message, the parable. And that's uh, true for pretty much the whole Bible is you ever read the Bible and you're like, well, this isn't making sense. I'm not catching on to this. Well, because you're trying to read it. Don't read it. Listen to it. I mean, obviously, you have to read with your eyes, but listen, see, you know, get an understanding. You know, when you, how do you do that? You pray to the Lord Jesus Christ. You, get a, you, pray, you, you pray for understanding. You get filled with the Holy Spirit and... The Holy Spirit will give you understanding of the word. But you have to have your faith and you have to have the works. Because faith that works is dead. And we're going to learn that this weekend actually with the their sermon this week. So let's get into it. The first part of this parable is on um first parable is where he is thrown by the wayside and the fowls came and devoured them up. Now, the wayside and the, the fowls are birds. And what that is, is the devil is the bird. The devil is the one who is eating up the word. And who, why is the seed, the word being thrown? It's people who, first off, don't have an understanding of the word. They're not understanding what they're saying, so they're just throwing it to the side or whatever. And so what the devil does, and he notices that, he picks it up so you can't ever receive the understanding. You can't bear that good fruit. He's picking it up and eating it out. 
that way you are again staying away from God because that's that's the devil's job is to keep people from God and then what else he does is um, what he also does is it's not just people who don't have just, just have understanding it's people who throw the religion or God in the back burner a lot of people a lot of people put church and God for Sundays like all Sunday's holy day go to church that's, that's all shebang and they go to church and they just sit there and they do what they think they have to do and they don't really take in they don't really learn and, that, and that's where they're not receiving the understanding because they're not really there to understand they're just there thinking they're fulfilling a duty and then all the week they're just doing whatever they want they don't include God in anything so that, that those seeds as well since you're not getting understanding because you're not really there to learn it's getting thrown to the side and the devil is just eating it up and that's why it's important that we have to stay in the word all the time and it's important we do these bible readings invite jesus into our day and into our, into our lives every single day so that the that jesus can protect us from the devil from eating it up and he can give us understanding we can learn and actually live for Christ and hear his message and see him we can clearly see and that's just as important and the next one is going to be on the stony places where some fell upon stony places where they had not much earth and forthwith they sprung up because they had no deepness of earth when the sun was up they were scorched because they had no root and they withered away so what that is is when so people will start to get into the word, right? They'll open the Bible, they'll read the Bible, they'll pray. But as soon as something goes bad, like he says in the in the chapter, he says about the tribulation, um, that's actually kind of a John glance into the Revelation book, by the way, uh, book of Revelation. But uh, when any any tribulation, anything, when it comes too hard. That's when they give up. When it comes too hard to follow, to be Jesus Christ and to follow Jesus Christ, when something comes in your way because you didn't really have any backbone, you didn't have any root in the word, you fall off of it. So the sun scorches it away. So you don't, so that word's just going out and it's becoming to the point where it's no longer existence. Your, your, your relationship with God with it away and that's why it's important that again even the only way to when times get tough to follow Jesus Christ the only way to fight that is to continue trying to continue reading the Bible living the word keeping your faith having that trust in the Lord and, and that's where faith comes in like when you have faith with, with, with the works that's not going to come hard that's going to come second nature when you come to a challenge or to a like let's say um Let's say you lost your job. Well, that's a tribulation. You'll be like, you know what? You know, I can't. I have to focus on getting another job. You know, Jesus is really not for me. You know, this, obviously, if God, if God was real, this wouldn't have happened. But that's not faith at all. If you had truly had faith and had the works, then you would know that, hey, I'm going through a challenge right now. The Lord has taken me out of that job for a reason. 
Why did he take me out? I don't know. But he's gonna. He has something for me, and everything's gonna be okay. And that is how we keep our roots planted in and keep us from scorching off because we have to stay in the word we have to when we when you don't follow the word or we don't stay with God there's your problem that's where the devil comes in the son of that the son is the devil and that's why it's important that we continue to work on ourselves and work on our walk on the path and with God because at any time it could just go away and once it goes bro once it goes it can become much harder to get back onto Jesus won't just forget you but until you come back through repentance and you come back and you show your true faith it's going to be harder too it's going to be harder the only way to fight that is with what? the word the next one is some fell among thorns and the thorns sprung up and choked them what does he mean by thorns so see this was if I didn't read if we didn't read the other half where Jesus explains it to the disciples we're like we're reading this and like wait what what is, what is, he, what is he trying to say what is he trying to say well, well thorns is the world when we get caught too caught up in our world, getting rich, getting the most money, having the nicest house, having the nicest car, having the prettiest lady or man, you know, when we get too caught up in this world, we we don't really want anything to do with God, you know, because we already have everything. We already have everything we need right here. We forget, especially when we're rich, we forget the future. What's the future? death of this world and the afterlife whether it's in heaven or hell so that's where the word really and a lot of times those people don't even pick up the word they don't even pick up the word they're, they're too caught up in this world they may hear the world but they throw it away think about it this way when someone comes to you and, 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 and let's say if you're a rich man right someone comes to you and offers you money do you really care about that money no you're, you're rich right well the word is more valuable than money. But yet, people keep turning it away for the money because they're caught up in that deceitfulness, which is from the devil, by the way. The devil is planting that. Remember, the devil can give you stuff as well to kind of keep you from God. That's what he does. Is he keeps... He keeps... Oh, let's keep him rich because he won't, he, he won't want God. He won't want anything to do with God. And that's... his his. his his job is done. But us, we always need to make sure that we stay humble and they are always thirsty and hungry for the word. And we're gonna learn this more. We're gonna go more into specifically that topic in the Sermon of the Mount. Um, today we're doing kind of quick pause real quick. Today we're gonna do the first part of Matthew 13 so I'm really thinking uh, Thursday or Friday I'll do the Sermon on the Mount. Sermon on Monday, uh, set, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Only because of how much depth this chapter takes. We're already 20 minutes in and we still haven't done the last part of the parable. So, yeah, it was, it was just, I tried doing it yesterday and it just wasn't working. It was just, it was just so much and it's, 
I didn't. The thing is, I didn't want to cram all information in there and just try to have to skip over a few things. I want to give this chapter's true justice. So, anyways, let's continue. Let's go back into the last one. This is really where we we, we really say true word of God. We, we truly receive the word. And it says, but others fell to the ground, good into good ground, and brought forth fruit. Some hundredfold, some sixtyfold, some thirtyfold. Who hath ears to hear? Let him hear. Now, what's he saying here? He's saying those who truly want God in their life and have the understanding and have the desire to continue forward. That is who's the word is going to really dig dig into. That's who's truly going to dig into, and. What's important to note is with all there's four different right there's four different parts of this parable four different surfaces the wayside the sun the sun uh, under the sun amongst the thorns or on the good soil good ground we choose where we are. And you see that a lot in the Bible. A lot, all of it's by choice. God doesn't want us to be forced into anything. He wants the opposite. He only wants those who want Him. And that's what He's telling us here: is like we can choose where we are. How do we see the word, and what are we going to do with it? Because at some point in time, I, I can't, I can't imagine anywhere, no matter where you are in this world, at one point in time, you will receive the word of God, at least one time. If not multiple times, many times, but at least one time, everybody is given at least one one opportunity, at least, to receive the word. And what you do with that word is on you. You can't play that game. You can't play that card. Like, well, I didn't know. I didn't know how serious it was. Well, you did. You told you. You know what I'm saying? You decided to either didn't believe in this God or you didn't believe in Jesus Christ or... You were caught up in the world. You you were too too rich. It's who you decide to follow, what you decide to do. And we got to remember that we always got to be following Jesus Christ. It's an everyday commitment. Every single day commitment. It doesn't stop. I, uh, first off, what's important to also know about these parables is... Jesus is giving them parables in a way they can understand because they had a lot of sowers and farmers back then. So they 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 knew what he was talking. It was like in a language that they understood. He didn't just come up with rocket science and be like, yeah, well, you see the gas, the fuel tank goes up into the accelerator. You know, I don't know. I don't know anything about that. You see what I'm saying? So he went up in language they, they can talk. And one kind of important thing I wanted to talk about was, when, remember King... David and Nathan, his prophet, and you know, prophets didn't live long because they had to tell you had to convict these kings, and they didn't want to hear it. So they they would have short lifespans because they would tell a king something, and they they were even, they would be like you know killed for correcting them because no one wants to be told they're a sinner. What Nathan did was used a parable to convict King David. Because remember when King David. Uh, cheated uh, on his wife and ha- took the wife of one of his soldiers. Forgot the soldier's name. 
And what he did was he had, a, he had an affair with that woman and had the woman's husband killed. And Nathan came in, had to convict him, and came up and said, well, how am I going to do this? Oh, I don't want to die today. Well, what he did was actually extremely smart. He used a parable of a shepherd who pretty much took from a poor shepherd who only had one animal, even though this shepherd had all riches, he was very rich, he had all of his own animals, but he didn't want to waste one of, he didn't want to use one of his, he wanted one of this guy who only had one. And King David reacted, that guy should be put to death. And you're saying, well, you see, you see how that's you? You see how you are that shepherd? You had your own wife, but you had to take this, this man's wife and then take his life? And that's the point of parables. So, so a lot of times like we're thinking that this, these parables and that parable is like sometimes when we see some people sinning, we don't like being told, hey, you're sinning, you're a sinner. We don't like that. Sometimes you got to come up in a clever way to let them know so they can see for themselves. Because so, remember, the point is not just to tell them, hey, I told them. The point is try to really honestly try to have that person repent to God and go back to God. That's the point. So, using parables is actually an amazing way or story or a way to relate to that person. <clears throat> That's a good way to convict them and let them know, "Hey, you're falling away from the tree. You got to bring back. You got to bring yourself back." And that is why I really love how Jesus is using these parables. It's well thought of. And you don't see him. You don't see him like, well, why don't you tell? You know, when he goes to the, the disciples, like, well, why are you telling them parables for? He doesn't say, well, oh, because I can. I'm Jesus Christ. He gives them an explanation. He, you know, and you see how he doesn't have pride. He doesn't have. He's not full of pride. He knows God knows. Jesus knows who he is. He knows who he is, and he knows what he could do. But he doesn't want to go about that way. He wants everybody to have a fair chance to the kingdom of heaven, but he realizes a lot of people are holding themselves back, and that's scary, especially for us. It's like you know, we're only ones who cost us our seat to heaven is ourselves. No one does anything but ourselves, and that is a gift and a curse. Meaning, you, you, if you do everything right, you, you already have that slot. The only curse is that you. Are the one who cost yourself the ticket. It's important to remember that. And we're going to see some really good parables tomorrow. Uh, I'm going to try to get them all into one. Um, I'm not sure if I'm going to be able to get all of them in. If not, I'll just break it up into another episode. But anyways, I really want to thank you all for choosing Christians United Ministry and coming back. I thank you to all my followers. I thank you to everybody who's listening. Everybody who listens and hopefully preaches unto others like I invite everybody to take what I'm saying and share it with the world share it with whoever you can a friend a family member a stranger um, anybody to try let's try to keep this moving you can always share the podcast with somebody else so that way the other people can hear in and I really insp- hope I inspire people just to just open the Bible themselves in their own accord as well. There will be some times where I can't upload a certain day. And it's important that, because I'm still doing the, the reading, I still have time to, to upload the podcast and do anything. So it's just like, I, I open the Bible, get the word into yourself every day, 
and use me as like a additional supplemental resource to the Bible. All right, well, again, thank you for choosing Christians United Ministry. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, complaints, need advice, need event, you can always email me directly at Christians with an S United Ministries at gmail.com. Christians United Ministry at gmail.com. Thank you. My name is Travis, and God be with you.